0: This is DJ Moore. You're listening to Roster Watch.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here with the Trash Man today, and we have a bunch of new free agency news coming in. We're starting to get to the third, fourth, um, fifth wave of free agent signings, which is a perfect time to bring in the Trash Man for all of his favorite trashy players. We're also going to talk about uh, Memphis running back slash wide receiver. You know what? I'm not even going to call him a slash wide receiver. He needs to play running back at the next level. Antonio Gibson. Trash man, what the hell's going on, brother?
0: Not too much. Still hunkered down
1: in the yeah. midst of this quiet chaos. Yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about it because it's all anybody hears about, right? So <laughs> let's, just, let's just talk about football. Um, so what do you got, Keep man? You
0: I've, just been, I've just been watching Tiger King. For the past two days,
1: have you been? I I've I, I finally watched it last night. Just I only watched the first episode. Man, that 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 show sure seems like it's gonna that show sure, sure <laughs> seems like it's gonna be pretty damn good.
0: Man. It's. I mean, they say you know, like truth is stranger than fiction, and it, and it's and it's true. I've always thought that. That's why I've always preferred nonfiction. But but no, yeah, I'd say it's no,
1: no spoilers allowed because for the listeners or for me, I'm only one episode in. But what's crazy, like, but what people don't know is that, like, we like this, that shows in Oklahoma mainly, but down here in Texas, we have tons, tons of exotics. Um, there's all kinds of farms.
0: Uh, we have the most, the most tigers in the world are in Texas.
1: <laughs> that can't be true. I mean, but that, here's the I'm thing, dude. Sure there's tons of sure. like. There's dude, There's tons of old boys, before. man, in back in some of these backwater counties. They got a couple tigers out there and stuff. Like it really isn't that uncommon, and it's not necessarily ones that are in zoos or petting zoos or anything like Joe exotics do. No, uh, yeah, some I'm of these. Pretty
0: sure Texas has Texas has the most tigers in captivity.
1: I, I I find that extremely extremely hard to believe, but Texas is Texas is big, man. Texas is big. We're already all pretty damn socially That's distanced boring. from each other right now, as it as things stand. So, um, thankfully, um, thankfully, I've been fairly socially distanced from all of these goddamn tigers They could rip my face off with their <laughs> claws and <in> their teeth.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to be more scared of.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot. There's cer- there's certainly a lot out there. Cer- cer- certainly a lot out there to be fearful of. Trash man, I'm fe- I'm fearful of the. Uh, players that you're likely to bring up here that have been ma- been making moves in free agency we're not going to be talking about tyler eifert today are we
0: uh i mean he may come up if we get to him there's, there's lots to there's lots to discuss
1: well, let's get started then who the hell are you interested in talking about uh well
0: first off Ta- tajay sharp Oh geez. Getting signed by the
1: Vikings. Can you believe that the news said that Tajay Sharp, uh, Adam Schefter's report, uh, you know, his tweet, you know how Schefter, he always has to like, he tweets the report and then he gives one little sentence afterwards saying like, you know, uh, Tajay Sharp has been signed by the Vikings, like on a two year, 11.15 million dollar deal. A new face on offense, or something like that, right? Like, there's always that kind of thing. He that little tagline he says, like what he said uh, for his tagline for the Tajay Sharp one, though, for real, was something like, he should be the number two opposite Adam Thielen, which well, is right just, which is just disgusting. Good. Well, dude, they they gotta they they gotta draft somebody. That is just no Tajay Sharp sucks. I mean, I don't really think he does.
0: sucks. I mean, he he was he was solid in stints in Tennessee.
1: Stall in, in 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 stints of how long? <laughs> uh,
0: two or three games. I don't know, I, but I don't let, know. Let I don't trash me. Let's, the-
1: let's just look through Tajay Sharp's game log and let's find these stints. Twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, oh, any, well, okay. He had it all right. Any, so in twenty nineteen, let's just see PPR. Uh, twenty nineteen. He did have a st- he did have one stint where he had a 9.9-point game and a 10.8-point game. Um, in 2018, he had a st- he had zero stints. He had a couple of games. I mean, in Week 7, 2018, uh, nine targets, seven receptions for 101 yards. That was at Los Angeles Chargers. And who knows who was injured or out during these games. At Indy, he had a touchdown-fueled 14.7 points on 37 total yards. This is not a – Trashman, this is not a, uh, a, a very appetizing profile here as far as any stints of productivity. His biggest game he ever had was a two-touchdown game last year in Week 16 at home versus New Orleans. Five receptions for 69 Matt, yards But you, two
0: touchdowns. But you have, to, you have to compare him to the other Tennessee Titans wide receivers. Who
1: I, I mean, mean who past, who, who outside of AJ years. Brown has sucked?
0: And exactly, their best wide receiver has been their tight end the past three years. I mean, no, and, that's not and true. I think that's AJ Brown's to, been their best wide receiver last year. Okay, okay outside, outside of this past year, outside of this past year. I mean, and I think that's largely to do with the quarterback play.
1: Oh, Trash man, just let me ask you this: What kind of player in fantasy are you taking Tajay Sharp over? it's like you're not even you're not even going to be able to draft him like do you want to like let's just say we get to, let's say we we get into this area where we're talking about players ranked around number oh uh, i don't know maybe make it make it a little bit easy and just say 16th round which would be okay 12th round in a 10 team league you get done with that at 120 so 16th round you get done around 168 so let's talk about players starting around like one 90 or something do you like him better than i don't know do you do you like tajay sharp right now better than dd westbrook right
0: now knowing that he's the number two in minnesota
1: yes (laughs) okay do you like how how about how about rookies do you like it better than, than justin jefferson in a box without knowing where he's gonna go you take your justin jefferson you put him in a box I Step would, two, I would go with two. You open the box. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how that exact thing went. It's
0: just I mean, if if, if a Minnesota, if we find out Minnesota doesn't address wide receiver in
1: the draft, which would, do, which I we is know the, two there, trash man, that is that is that is simply not going to happen. There's no like, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Tajay. The reason they are going to address it is because Tajay Sharp is not a proper number two in the National Football League. He just isn't. Yeah, uh, maybe so. Would you, do, uh, T, finally, T, just uh, T, T Higgins or Tajay Sharp? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna gamble on T Higgins. G- I, mean, I know what Tajay Sharp is. Give me the devil I don't know over this shitty devil I know. Tajay Sharp well, is the shitty enough, devil I, mean, I know.
0: Well, what about this other devil you know, Rashard Perriman? Well,
1: I, I was going to I was going to ask you about that. I certainly know that devil. I was glad that that devil shaved off all of his dreadlocks once he got his once once he once his male pattern balding just got way too, way too <laughs> out of control. Wasn't that wild for that point in time whenever he just didn't have any of his hair on the front, but he had all the long dreads on the back? Just just really trying was to like hang the on. Predator. Oh, yeah, the Predator. That's what it was. So what do you think about Brashad Pyramid? He's he's down here in this same area brashad pyramidman last year really came on to end the season when everybody when it was just that that mash unit for the uh for the for the Tampa bay buccaneers he finished with uh, as long as I have this game log sheet pulled up I might as well look at yeah so he finished last season in p p r with um on an absolute tear starting in week uh thirteen at jacksonville a thirteen point seven pointer he had sixteen points at indy and then after that. He had the big game at Detroit, thirty-four point six points, and everybody that kept playing him for you know cheap salary on DraftKings or DFS or whatever for the final two weeks of the season got got paid off by 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 using Brashad Pyraman, Brashad pyramin chalk, which I always thought was you know super risky. Um, but you know, people were playing him. The if, if you played him in your fantasy championship versus Houston, he got you seven and one hundred and two. So in PPR, that's what seventeen point two fantasy points. And then Atlanta in Week Seventeen, just for DFS purposes, he had five one thirty four and one. Of course, the Detroit game was the explosion: five one thirteen and three. Brashad Pyraman was. I mean, you remember Brashad Br- Pyraman ran like a four two eight or something at his pro day.
0: I remember you guys used to love him. I mean, he was one of your most highly touted uh, wide receivers coming out of the draft that year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was good. Do you you remember what he did against, what was that, against Baylor? I think it was against Baylor that game. Here's the thing about him, too. He's, he's, at the start of this season, uh, Brashad Pearman's only going to be 26. So it's not like he's he's really that.
0: still pretty young. And he's he's arguably the number two there in new york i mean he's basically he's replacing robbie anderson
1: trash man somebody tweeted out something let me just before we talk about robbie anderson or any more bishop here somebody <laughs> tweeted this out and I, I can't remember who it was I'm, I'm sorry i don't think it was anybody i follow but i just saw it retweeted onto my timeline um can you believe that laquan that laquan treadwell is 24 years old <laughs> does that? going on thirty-four. Does 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 that just blow your mind? I I mean I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna look I looked it up then and it was true, and I'm looking it up now and it's dude he he'll turn twenty he'll he'll turn twenty-five on June fourteenth. Wow! How is that even possible?
0: Well, when did he, did he come in the league when he was 19? 2016
1: NFL draft. <laughs> so, yeah, he was 20 when he was drafted. Oh, well, that's wild. Wow. I just that's, that's crazy. It feels like man, it feels like that guy's aged in fucking dog years.
0: <laughs> maybe
1: it's like leap years more like it. Hey, well, you know, he 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 went to the Falcons. Is there still hope for him? I mean,
0: I guess there has
1: to be. Ah, there's no hope for him. The Falcons are taking – dude, dude the Falcons are shopping at big lots for some of these f- big pedigree uh, kind of players. I guess Todd Gurley wasn't a bust of a player, but maybe we can talk about him. Um, Laquan Shredwell, no interest there at all. I feel like all that does is that's like, uh, that's like what our buddy Matt Kelly calls, a, calls like a meat shield for Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. It, it it's just goes to show they're probably not going to in, in, bring in anybody who's actually good. To threaten the targets of of Calvin Ridley and or Julio Jones, do you think? Getting back to Rashad Perriman, I mean, is there is there any is there any or I'm, I'm sorry, getting back to Robbie Anderson, is there any value to be had there? Because I feel like people are going to maybe be a little bit high on him. This is a reunion from I believe did uh, Robbie did Robbie Anderson go to Temple and he was there with Matt Rule. Let me just yeah, make sure he was of a that. he
0: was a temple with Matt Rule. He was for sure.
1: So okay, so I mean that dude. That's P.J. Walker, Robbie Anderson kind of connection. I I think it really helps their wide receiver core. I didn't think yesterday that you know two years, twenty million bucks. People are saying like that's such a deal. I, I'm just I'm thinking to myself, eh, what's well, a fucking deal till he shows up on the police blotter again? You know, when, when you're <laughs> when, when you're on the hook for twelve million. I know that Matt rules. Um, I know that Matt rules. Uh. You know his culture building is what he's really, really known for, and I don't think he would bring in somebody that he didn't think would be a good fit there culture wise. And Robbie Anderson's probably been a little bit better than we've given him, um, or at least that I've given him the credit for, just because I think that I've, he's always such
0: liked, a... I've always liked Robbie well, Anderson. Well,
1: you're a fucking trash, man. The thing about Robbie Anderson I don't like is just about how he. I, I don't. I don't. Doesn't he punch cops or what? What did he do? What did he do? Uh, told the cop he was gonna he was gonna punch him or something like that. Uh, What do you say? Robbie Anderson punch. Let me just type in Robbie Anderson punch. Um, Let's see if I can find anything here. No, I say it's a gut punch of free agency. Um, It was, it was, was, oh, Robbie Anderson told the cop, I'm going to, oh, Jesus. Did he really say this? This is what TMZ says. Um, I'm going to F your wife, dot, dot, dot. Nut nut in her eye. That's the DMZ, uh headline there. So that's what apparently he's. Yeah, this is this Jets uh, so wide receiver available. Robbie Anderson allegedly told a police available. officer while he was being arrested for going 105 and a 45, according to the officer. We did as we mentioned earlier. He was going. He was going 105 and a 45. I mean, come on, dude. This is a, this is after um, wasn't this after something happened at a music festival? He just look. He like. He was faced with nine total charges in that in in that deal, including resisting arrest, reckless driving, speeding, and something called harm public servant or family. So, yeah, man, he's he's been in some he's been in some trouble. Look, he could probably
0: something tells me that threat wasn't 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 an actual threat. I I mean he would have to go through a lot of trouble to actually
1: find that officer's spouse and then 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 do the actual thing he's talking. Woo her. Woo her. Right. With various gifts and flowers. Um, yeah. That's a lot of uh, <laughs> groundwork. That's a lot of. Yeah. Football. Do you like Robbie Anderson but, I mean, there? Because, it, if, no. if, because if you look where he's going, it's, uh, it is.
0: Teddy Bridgewater. What about. Teddy what, Bridgewater what about is going to check Walker? down to Christian McCaffrey. And then he's got DJ Moore. What I makes you think he's going to check room, down to. Much more, what do you think he's going
1: to. What makes you think he's going to check down to C- Christian McCaffrey? Whenever he was in there with Alvin Kamara, he didn't throw the ball to him at all.
0: Because he's got to throw it to Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is the offense for the Panthers.
1: Do you like Robbie Anderson Everything in redraft? Else in do you like Robbie Anderson in redraft at this point better than Curtis Samuel? I think you have uh, to. Yes. Do, yes. You like, do you like Jerry Judy better than either of those guys and C.D. Lamb? Yes. What about Christian Kirk? Now that, now that DeAndre Hopkins is in Arizona. Oh,
0: I, I I still think Murray's going to take shots to him.
1: So you like him better than Robbie Anderson? I do, actually. Do you like Christian Kirk better than Judy? I'm just trying. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to update the sheet here as I'm talking to you. I don't think I like Christian uh, Kirk better than Judy.
0: I, I mean, it's all going to depend on where he lands, but I, I'd be. I'd. i I've f- figured Judy's going to have more consistency than. Kirk, if he lands somewhere that's uh, receiver needy.
1: Let's just talk about this, this tier then, because I, of, of wide receivers. And then we'll get back to Brashad pyramid because he's, he's nowhere near this tier. We're talking here about where Robbie Anderson, now Carolina, where he's going. Uh, we're talking right, right around kind of there at the tail end of the top 100 um, in this tier of wide receivers. We have guys like, and I feel like this tier belongs below Darius Slayton, Will Fuller, and, and Marquise Brown, Jarvis Landry, this type of player. But the CeeDee Lambs, yeah. Jerry Judy, um, does McCole does, does Hardman fit in that tier? And also, where does Deontay Johnson Fit in that tier because I've been thinking more and more about the Pittsburgh offense and the fact that Ben Roethlisberger is coming back, and it just feels like we're getting pretty deep discounts on a lot of these guys. Do you have any yeah. thoughts on Do you have any thoughts on where Deontay Johnson or Nicole Hardman could fit in with these Robbie Andersons, Christian Kirks, Curtis Samuels uh, of, of the world when we're trying to mix them in with these rookies like Ceedee Lamb and Jerry Judy, not knowing where they're going to end up.
0: I mean, well, I like Johnson more than probably most of those guys.
1: I think so too. So I'm going to move Johnson up a little bit. I like. I I think I like Johnson right now better than Christian Kirk.
0: Yeah, I could. I, I could. I could see that.
1: Do you like it better Especially than Mike, Mike Williams, consistency wise? With a new quarterback, and it's been it's been kind of rough sailing for Mike Williams of the Chargers there this whole time, and it just. It, it feels like he's I feel always like he on the had a
0: pretty good, pretty good year this past year.
1: It just feels like he's always on the verge of a breakout and I'm I'm not sure that, you know, it's like it seems like that that whole that whole thing gets gets reset now, you know, new quarterback and he really wasn't that good this year, trash man. He had well, yeah, he, he
0: had over 1000 yards
1: and what, two touchdowns? How many yeah. points a game did he average? He averaged oh, and we always knew that regression was going to come uh from from last season but let's see just in 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 ppr mike williams was wide receiver 39 on the season christian kirk was above him darius slayton was above him curtis samuel was above him all these guys were uh, were above him in just the fantasy points per game he did get you 10.8 fantasy points per game which is reasonable but um
0: it's because it's Philip Rivers wasn't throwing touchdowns to any of his wide receivers last season.
1: Well, well didn't he have and 10 his, touchdowns wide, the year before? I think my Williams had 10 touchdowns. He had no, uh,
0: yeah, he had 10 touchdowns in 2018.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that's, he's he's averaged six touchdowns a season over the last two seasons. That's probably a fair place to slot him moving forward. Um I don't know what our exact projection for touchdowns is right now. And it's, it's tough to get an exact projection on some, like on some of these teams, like the Panthers, like the chargers, you know, especially like the bears who we don't even know if things are going to change from week to week with who the quarterback's going to be. It makes projections a bit of a nightmare to where we're having to just kind of extract some nuance from this and try and figure out, you know, what just, what just makes sense from a pure logic standpoint. But I think that our projections for his touchdowns this next season was somewhere right around six. And I think, you know, at least anecdotally or what? Is that the word, anecdotally? Uh, It kind of makes sense just to assume that, just because over the course of the the last two seasons, he's at 12. So you you divide that by two, that's six per season.
0: I I think, yeah, I think last year was an anomaly touchdown wise. It just, I mean, if you're looking at the yardage for the games, I mean, he's got. I mean, he's got good yardage. I,
1: all all the right, season last. All year. right, I so mean, do you like Robbie Anderson as a Carolina Panther more than you like Mike Williams as a as a Charger? I think I do. And I'm not a big Robbie Anderson fan. I think that these people on Twitter saying it's such a steal, I can't believe, you know, how 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 could he only only be making that much? I just answer back, I'm like, what? Do you want to pay him more if you're a team? Are you saying the team should have paid him more? Like, what are we talking about? You know, like, the team should pay him as little as they possibly, possibly can, right? They want to pay as little as they can to these guys to try and keep him, try and get him on good deals, try and extract as much value as possible, you know? Like, I don't understand why people are complaining that he, the deal he got was too small. Like, that's that, that's, his, that's his own fault or his, or his agent's own fault. And it's also his fault. own. It's also his own fault for probably being a guy that is maybe saying like, "Look, we don't know if he's going to go. We don't know if he's going to go to some, some concert, and you know, who knows what
0: you know." What. Yeah, I mean, he, probably, you know, they probably saw him as a minor liability. I think I don't know. I still might like Mike Williams a tiny bit more. I just don't. I think Anderson's upside is limited in that offense.
1: Well All right. So, you, so you keep saying it, but you just think it's because of DJ Moore, it's because of Christian McCaffrey. And the offense should just be based around those guys because we saw last year that everybody else is – everybody else, when those guys are at full steam, is basically throttled in that thing. You don't that, take into account that, at that, all that it was Kyle and Allen I just last don't, year. I mean,
0: that's just, that's just, that's just the way that TG, Teddy Bridgewater plays ball. I mean, he doesn't – he doesn't really spread the
1: ball. He doesn't. But trash, doesn't man, you're too, not taking uh, into account when, when P.J. Walker gets in there and starts flinging it to his boy Robbie Anderson.
0: <laughs> well i mean if that is the you, you think they paid bridgewater that money i don't for him not to be the starter
1: i think they paid bridgewater that money because i well i don't know why they paid bridgewater that money i said from the very beginning they're paying him anywhere close to 30 million 30 million dollars a year what is what is the what's the like do you know what the exact number is it was it tw- like let me just see teddy Bridgewater's spot track and just see if i can pull it up real quick I'd like to know what the exact amount is, just to see how ridiculous it would be to play somebody over him. So, three years, $63 million, with $33 million guaranteed. So, oh wow. So, um, he's a $14 million cap hit in 2020, a $23 million cap hit in 2021. A 20, 2022, he's a $26 million uh Cap hit, but there's only five associated with it in 2022. So that's the year that they could get out. They're 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 stuck with him for two years. Over these next two years, they've invested what 37 million. I don't know. Um, Hmm. Is it 37? No, it's more like 35. Because all right, so he's got eight million base this year, 17 million base next year. Signing bonuses over the next two years of five million per season, so that's eighteen plus seven twenty five, so it's like thirty five mil over this next, yeah, thirty five mil over these next two years. Yeah, they're probably not going to. I mean, yeah, it's. I am I'm probably, I am probably going to. I am, am not going to want to hold my breath for this PJ Walker to Robbie Anderson connection.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't see that happening
1: at least soon. Oh, I'm in like the 25th round of, of, of a, of a, of a deep dynasty league that I'm in right now. And I'm thinking about taking PJ Walker here with one of my upcoming picks. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's well, it's a, well, it's a super about? flex league. It, it's a super flex. Um, what do I think about what?
0: Well, about this former Carolina Panther, Devin Funches, um,
1: who's expected Jesus to be
0: signed Christ. by the Packers.
1: Well, he can't be any slower than Geronimo Allison. I don't know man I think you think you think Devin Funches still has anything to him maybe they should play him the way they played Jimmy Graham last year they seem to hate Jay Sternberger at tight end maybe just play Devin Funches like he's a tight end
0: I think so I mean he was he was out completely last year from that collarbone injury so I think it's a lot of out of sight out of mind for him but I think he's. I mean, he's what he's. He's only he's only 26. Well, he's going to be 26 when, when the season starts. He's still 25.
1: Yeah, slow, slow. Um, do you think that? I mean, Green Bay's going to have to draft one, averaged, maybe two he aver- receivers.
0: He averaged six t- six touchdowns a season before the uh, 2019 season.
1: Look, I understand. I kind of like Funches. I just. I mean. I'm not even sure he's on the cheat sheet. Let me see. I don't think he is. Maybe I should just – maybe I should add him on. Um, yeah, I'll add him on here right between – how about right between Mohamed Sanu and Andy Isabella. What do you think of that?
0: That's oh, at least – That's,
1: uh, <laughs> that's, at least that's above. fine. <laughs> Does he belong no, – I'm being serious though. Does he belong above Alan Lazard at this point? I uh, I'm not sure he does. N- no, probably not. So I'm gonna move Alan Lazard here. Alan Lazard can stand and move up here a little bit on this sheet. Let me just see. So Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard's still the number two there, right? I I don't know who the number two is there. It's Alan it's Lazard. A, it's, a rotating,
0: it's a rotating cast,
1: in my opinion. Alan Lazard needs to be moved up here on the sheet. Um now, as far as Brashad Perriman, do you like him more or less than Nikhil Harry, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, now that he's in New Orleans, um, Henry Ruggs? He belongs under those guys, I put right? him... In that mix?
0: I don't know. He put, I put him at the bottom of that mix.
1: Okay, so I, do mean, you, I mean, do you like I him more than I Cole Beasley could, and Alshon? No. in in PPR you don't like it better than Alshon no no do you like it better than than Lazard yes okay so let's see Brashad Perriman right here under that Brashad Perriman or Naheem Hines trash man gun to your head your life depends on it Perriman (laughs) okay what about Antonio Gibson let's talk about him Memphis running back Um, we have now, let me just get into the ranking, shared ranking sheet here. All right. Antonio Gibson, interesting player, actually worked out at the combine as a wide receiver and had a good workout. Um, even though he's not a, he's not a receiver. He doesn't look like one. I'm not sure why he worked out like that. He told me at the NFL combine that teams were talking to him. He said there are a few teams that kind of see him like that, you know, but he said the the majority of teams that he's spoken with, Antonio Gibson, the running back slash wide receiver out of Memphis, is that um, they see him as a running back who they can use to catch the football to, and, and that's how he sees himself first and foremost. Until we get information from an NFL team who drafts him, I'm going to consider him a running back because of everything I saw at the Senior Bowl, I know for a fact this guy, you'll find this interesting, Trashman, because you, in, your, in your original write-up that you sent to me before I got to add my thoughts and sort of edit it and everything, you said that you didn't like him between the tackles, and I can, I can sort of understand why you might have said it. I think if you were at the Senior Bowl and you would have seen how he, how he was able to get things going versus, versus you know, the highest level of competition when he had that higher level of blocking in front of him better than what he had in Memphis— he looked solid between the tackles. In fact, from the line of scrimmage to the second and third levels of the defense was where you really, really noticed that he had this just extra gear, this extra acceleration that I haven't seen out of a player there at the Senior Bowl ever since like a Jalen Samuels or, or Kareem Hunt. I mean, he's, he, he, he's a roster watch all Senior Bowl team guy. He was that impressive there at the Senior Bowl as a running back. No,
0: I liked him on the second level.
1: Right, 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 right. Um, but I'm saying, but what I'm saying is that what 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 what, what happened to the senior bowl was. And, re- and remember, this this guy's six foot three eighths inches. He is 228 pounds, and he ran a 4.39, an 83rd percentile spark athlete among wide receivers at the NFL Combine, and he's got that really compact, dense body style. Uh, at the Senior Bowl, Keyshawn Vaughn got hurt or banged up, right? And you know at the Senior Bowl, yeah. they take this stuff very it, – it's just a – they, they just get a little nick. They hold these guys out because the last thing they want to do is have any liability for anything that happens when these guys fall in the draft or any they, – they, they want their players to – you know they, 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 they want the Senior Bowl to be a great experience for all involved, right? So mm. Keyshawn Vaughn goes out. There's only two running backs left on that south roster – and so Antonio Gibson is having to get, like, a t- whole ton of work in team drills and inside run drills. And that's when he really started to pop off, man. Number 24, I'll never forget out there. He was, he was just – I mean, he's a special, special cat. And then you look at his college tape, and some of the highlights are amazing. But then you look at the numbers, and you just – that's when you look at him and you just say, all right, well, what, what the fuck happened here? This guy, I mean – this guy only had well, I mean, what, seventy-one touches last season. It's a Tony Pollard. Yeah, it's a Tony Pollard. <laughs> it is. It's a Memphis guy so. that's big. It's a Memphis. It's a bigger than you think he is. Fast Memphis guy that was underutilized as one of these sort of offensive weapons at Memphis. It's just. I mean, right. uh, that's what it really I mean, reminds well, me of. Well, well, do you
0: slot? Do you slot him as a, as, a, as a two down back as a, like a. I mean, I'm, I'm just not really sure no, where I to think he put could him.
1: Be, I think he could be a – well, I think that that's the biggest problem that, that we have, right? We have, we have a problem in that the NFL – like the, you know, the, the scouting industrial complex doesn't know where to put him because they've worked him out at wide receiver. You know, national scouting put him at wide receiver for the combine. They take a bunch of insight from teams on what they want. It reminds you of Jalen – do you remember when Jalen Samuels was at the combine as a tight end? It feels like that, right? Like there's a little – well, it does. Like there's there's a bit of Jalen Samuels to his to his profile. It's like a Jalen Samuels, yeah, Tony Pollard. Uh, Jalen Samuels was was another all-senior bowl running back. And the reason that he was that year – and I believe that was the same year as Kareem Hunt. We, so we actually had two of them that, that year, Kareem Hunt and Jalen Samuels. But here's the thing. Antonio Gibson also has a little bit of like a small bit of like Joe Mixon or something to him. Those really good hands. Now he has I, small I, I, hands. I see you didn't like my Kalen Balazs. Uh, no, <laughs> because Kalen Balazs is just different. Kalen Bellage is Kalen. I mean, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a different kind of runner. And I know Kalen Bellage during his week at the senior bowl was pretty impressive himself. He's just, I, I can't get it out of my head. It's just just how badly Caitlin Balash sucks, and just what a just what a uh, malcontent kind of personality that that dude has, you know. Just a just the epitome of a guy that you do not want to be caping up for, or or comparing a guy who you kind of like to, you know. So, I, well,
0: I mean, I mean, I mean, for me, for me, it was the fact that he, he's a he's a bigger guy who who is more of a who I could see being more of a, like a a third down back. In the NFL. Well,
1: then maybe you I could mean, say he's more Jaylen like a kid. Uh, but here's the thing. Big. But here, here's the thing. We've seen those guys who are kind of like, would you say that Kenyon Drake is like that? I don't think he's a big guy. I just, Kenyon Drake's pretty big. I don't think Kenyon big. Drake's that big. No, he's pretty big. Let me look. I mean, Kenyon Drake's, I mean, he's, he's not small. Um, let's say Kenyon Drake, height, weight. He's probably going to be, I mean, he's 200, 215 pounds, 6'1", 215. He's-
0: I have him at 211, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that's
1: okay. I guess he well, just the doesn't Cardinals. look that big. Oh, okay. He, All right. So the, the Cardinals have him at 211. I, 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 I think, I think the Dolphins had him at 215. So six, I six, mean, one, two, 11. I mean,
0: maybe he just didn't look that big
1: on, <laughs> on the field. I don't know. I just never really. Kenya Drake maybe might not be a bad comp for Antonio Gibson because neither could pass block for shit coming in. As guys that you want yeah. to use in the in, in the receiving game.
0: That's true. I mean, I, I guess looking at, I guess Kenyon Drake is, Drake is b- bigger than I thought he was.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the Caleon Balage, I didn't, I didn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily hate it. I just, um, he's not. He, I mean, I, I, here's I the I other think thing about too, in a
0: way that like he's a guy that was. He was a guy that was highly regarded, at least athletically, coming into right, the NFL. just like The
1: lateral agility and the burst and, and, and the things like that are just like Caleb Lodge is such an upright, just, you know, lumbering, just stiff, 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 stiff dude. You know, Antonio Gibson to me is the opposite of stiff, dude. This dude's an athlete, man. He's, he's he's got some he's got some wiggle to him. He's got some ability to get small through the hole and, and burst through there and accelerate to the to the second and third level of defense with his pads down. It just it it feels different than Kalen Blowage running back, running straight up behind the line of scrimmage and just like. You know, offering offering his whole the whole mass of his body, like all of this huge amount of surface area to every defender, just to nail the shit out of. Stylistically, they don't remind me much of each other. I guess I can understand.
0: I mean, but Gibson Gibson also one of the my knocks against him. I don't know if I wrote it down or not, but was that I mean he tends to he he makes a lot of contact, some contact. I guess more than, than you'd like a guy to.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, NFL running backs are gonna have to absorb a little contact, and if you're gonna be absorbing some contact, give. Uh, I mean, he he weighs 230 pounds and he runs a four three nine trash man. I mean, are you telling me that there's a that, there, there's, a, that there's a head coach? Is there a head coach out there who can't find something to do with a 228 pound? Four three nine running back who won seventy one touches last season at Memphis scored twelve touchdowns and was responsible for eighteen no, I'm, percent I'm just, of the team's market share of I'm touchdowns. Just saying,
0: I'm just saying if he can't if he can't pass protect, and he's already kind of seen as a as a gadget player, I don't know that teams are, are really going to give him the chance to be, you know, a, a, a workhorse back.